Welcome to the Fantasy Inn, where we share our love for all things fantasy and discuss the broader speculative fiction industry. I'm your host, Travis Tippins. We've been saying for a while now that as soon as we reach $25 a month in support on Patreon, we'd release a bonus episode. Well, we finally hit it. Thank you so much to all of our Patreon supporters. We really could not do this without you. This bonus episode has been in the works for months now. I asked 10 incredible authors to talk about some of their favorite books and why they love them. Some authors even recommended each other's works, which is just delightful and exactly the sort of thing I needed to hear right now. I hope you enjoy this special bonus episode as much as I had fun recording it. And stay tuned until the end to get an idea of what our next bonus episode will be. Hello, this is Shannon Chakraborty, and I'm talking about two authors whose books I love and why I love them. My first, and I don't think this will be anybody's surprise, I love Tasha Suri's works. She has Empire of Sand out now and Realm of Ash, and they are just, they're epic fantasies that are just so expansive, these really well thought out worlds uh, that examine power and family and, and colonialism. And they're also very romantic. It's, it's epic fantasy with just this, this yearning heartfelt romance at all of its cores. And I just, I read them and I love them. You know, she does slow burn romance like no one else I've ever met. So I will read everything she writes. She has a new book, uh, The Jasmine Throne coming out soon. And I can't wait for that one as well. Another author I would like to plug is Nikki Drayden. Uh, she has out The Prey of Gods and Temper and Escaping Exodus. And her books are wild. I mean, they, they're, they're, more, they're more science fiction, I would say, but I, they almost can't even be defined. She comes out with these bizarre, far out worlds and concepts and you'll read this and you'll just be like, oh my gosh, I never thought, like, this is a little out of my scope. But they just have this warm heart at them. And it's like you read them and you're, it's this like bizarre, world, but you just, it feels like a hug as well. And she also does family and just explores aspects of gender and relationships. She is another one that, you know, her books are sort of a treat to me when I finished some sort of revision or work. I, it's because it's not the kind of fantasy I write. And I'm like, okay, it's time to pick up some Nikki Drayden work and, and kind of feel like, you know, something restored in my soul, even though you're like, is this like a, you know, a dolphin and a crab having strange relations and an out-of-body experience with fighting robots? Like, what is going on? But at the same time, they're just wonderful. So she's another one I always recommend. Hi, this is Kate Elliott, and I want to tell you about the last book I read and the book I'm reading right now. The last book I read is by Zen Cho. It's called Blackwater Sister, and it's not coming out until 2021. It's a modern-day ghost story set in Malaysia, and it is absolutely fantastic. It's about family and about ghosts and about poverty and what people have to do to survive and how people come to understand who they are and what they need to do to be the person they need to be. The main character goes back to Malaysia with her parents who had lived. She was raised in the United States. And when she gets there, her grandmother's ghost really, really wants to talk to her. It's, it's a lovely story. So look for that in 2021. The other book I'm reading is by Carolina de Robertis. It's called Cantoras. 
It is not a science fiction and fantasy novel. I read it because my friend Melinda Lowe, who's a fabulous writer and has a book coming out next year that I haven't read yet called, I'm blanking on it, set in San Francisco. Anyway, this is a story set in Uruguay in the 70s and 80s, and it's a story of five women. And the word cantoras, of course, means singer in the feminine, but it's also a slang word for lesbians. And it's a story of how they survive and support each other under the dictatorship of those years in Uruguay. And it's beautifully written and I, I just, I can't uh, recommend it enough. It's the kind of book that because of it, the way it delves into people's internal life and the way it talks about landscape makes me, when I read it, it makes me want to write. Not because I want to write like it, but because I say this, this act of writing brings something to people, to the readers. It brings something deep to readers. And it reminds me of why writing novels matters. And so I love reading it and it encourages me to go back to work as well. Hello, I am Devin Madsen, uh, the author of the Reborn Empire series that starts with We Ride the Storm. Um, so two books that I have recently finished and thoroughly enjoyed to pieces. Uh, I have just at this moment finished uh, To Be Taught, If Fortunate by Becky Chambers, uh, which, you know, if you haven't heard of Becky Chambers, I don't know what rock you have been living under. Um, but it was, uh, it's, just, you know, I I'd, I'd read her, two of her uh, Wafer series books before, and I wasn't really sure what to expect going into this one because it's not in the same series. It's only a novella. Um, it's kind of set a bit closer uh, to us in history than those other books. Um, but wow, <laughs> she still manages to uh, find all the little soft spots in my soul that I didn't know were there and just punch them in a good way that kind of just leaves you wanting more of this. I don't know how she manages to bring so much wonder and joy to these settings and these people and, and the humanity while also you know, really showcasing the painful aspects of all of these things, you know, the painful aspects of exploration, the fragility of people um, is all really beautiful. So that one, I, I really adored that. Um, and before that, I finished uh, The Unconquered City by K.A. Dorr, which is the third in her Chronicles of God Did trilogy. They're all kind of standalones, but uh, which I find really impressive. I have to say, you know, that each of the books you could totally read on their own, uh, but you get a much deeper richness uh, to the story and the setting by reading them in order. Uh, so the first one is The Perfect Assassin, then The Impossible Contract, and then The Unconquered City, which I... As I said, I just finished. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't know. Uh, again, I don't know how these people do these things. Um, it was heartbreaking and heartfelt and adventurous and fun. And I love that combination uh, so much. You know, the, the characters are genuinely kind and good people in the way that most people are. Uh, and yet often still make poor choices and... Uh, 
you, you know, don't ask for help. <laughs> this one I found particularly um, touching and memorable because so much of the external conflict is built to mirror internal conflict um, and an internal conflict that most of us suffer with all the time. Um, so it was it was a really remarkable finish to a trilogy I thoroughly enjoyed. So I think uh, that is very worth anyone picking up. So those are my recommendations. Hi, I'm Jonathan Strawn. I'm a reader, an editor, a podcaster, and I try and keep up with what's out in the world at the moment. And there's a lot that's getting me excited. Right now, probably the two things that have me most excited are books by a brand new writer and books by a well-established one. I have fallen utterly and totally in love with the writing of Alex E. Harrow, who wrote The 10,000 Doors of January that came out last year and has a big, shaggy, pagan, wild book coming out in October called uh, The Once and Future Witches. It's the story of three sisters, a a younger, a a middle-aged and an older sister, roughly, who encounter a world where magic has gone away and investigate how they're going to bring it back. And it is intense and passionate and funny and wonderful, and I recommend it without hesitation. The other book is a book that is written by Kim Stanley Robinson. It's a book called The Ministry for the Future. It is possibly his final novel uh, that's been rumored. It's set a few years from now uh, uh, when an enormous heat wave hits India and kills in a period of two weeks about 20 million people. And the character, this this character who's caught up in that experience and is changed by it, is dragged into Europe, is caught up in this or- organization put together in Sweden called the Ministry of the Future that's charged with finding a way of fixing the world. And in a world that, as we look around us, is getting more and more difficult, it plots a pragmatist utopia, a practical utopia, one that is merely that... You know, it, it, it envisages a world where utopia is us still alive and the world not totally fallen to pieces. And that, to me, in times like this, is intensely engaging. And, you know, if I can cheat for a second, and maybe Travis won't let me, we'll find out. The third book I'd mention of my two is a book called Riot Baby by Toshi Onyobuchi that came out in January. It's a novella. It is a striking book powerful, intense story about a young woman and her brother. They're black Americans, one caught up in the prison system, one filled with possibly supernatural power. And it's a a genuinely wonderful, timely, great book. So those three or two books are the ones that I'm absolutely excited and in love with and will probably come away with being as my books of 2020. Hello, my name is Benedict Patrick. I'm the author of the Yarns World and Darkstar books. And I'm here today to talk about some novels that I've loved from over the past few years. Um, so without further ado, the first book on my list is Jade City by Fonda Lee. Um, this is the first of Fonda Lee's Green Bone Saga books. And this blew my mind when I read it. I, I was a bit dubious because I normally think of my fantasy as being set in a, a, a sort of medieval or early uh, setting, but Jade City is uh, very much 
uh, a sort of Hong Kong cinema crossed with The Godfather with a, a sprinkling of magic. It's a much more modern setting than I'm used to, and it was amazing. The gang warfare politics uh, captivated me. The characters I was rooting for and I was gutted for, depending on what happened to them. Um, and this is definitely one of my very few day one purchases uh, that I have throughout the year. I cannot wait for the third book, Jaded Legacy, to release later on this year. Uh, so definitely have a look at that. Um, secondly, I would also like to recommend Spinning Silver by Naomi Novik. Naomi Novik really came to my uh, to light with her Temeraire series of books, but her uh, more recent uh, novels have been uh, heavily steeped in folklore, which is something that I am particularly interested in. Uh, I really enjoyed Uprooted, but Spinning Silver, the characters in it in particular, uh, I loved the breadth of the point of view characters um, that she gives us, and uh, just it feels like a, a cold version of folktale uh, retelling which I really love. Uh, if you're going to listen to this on audio, try to get a hold of the recording by Katie Sobey and I believe this is only available at the moment for people in the UK um, but Katie Sobey's voice is just a perfect match, um, just that right level of haunting uh, for this story but she moves so well between uh, the different point of view characters so I would highly recommend that as a way to check out uh, an excellent novel. Hi, I'm Lyndon A. Lewis, author of The First Sister, and I have two books to recommend that absolutely changed my worldview of books. Uh, the first one is Nine Fox Gambit by Yoon Ha Lee. I absolutely love the kind of mathematical fantasy sci-fi that you get in that. Uh, you get these kind of beautiful images of spaceships as moths, and if you don't think that's cool, then get out. Uh, the other one is Vicious by Victoria Schwab, or she goes by V. Schwab. And Vicious is very much like villains running around trying to out-villain each other. Sort of, because you think, oh, this guy is supposed to be the hero, but he's a jerk. I just love villains. It's like a, it's like a good superhero story, but everybody's just slightly worse than the other person. So those are my two books that I recommend. Hi, this is Django Wexler, author of Ashes of the Sun and Other Fantasies. Two books that I love and why I love them. First, I'd talk about uh, Max Gladstone's The Empress of Forever, which is just a wonderful book. It's like queer journey to the West in the deep future. And it's just everything I like in a book. It's got a nice, crunchy world building and like this weird bizarre far future like post 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 apocalypse slash dystopia um it's got a bunch of wonderful characters it's got evil gods and nano machines and uh the monkey king staff which is also a giant starship made out of the heart of a dying star of a previous universe it's got you know it's it's really hard to explain like what is in this book but you should read it. I super enjoyed it. And, and Max is unbelievably clever in his writing, which just sometimes leaves me a little bit in awe slash jealous. All of Max's books are great, um, and his craft sequence is wonderful. But if you want something that's like a wonderful standalone, Empress of Forever is really solid, and I highly recommend it. The second one I'd, I'd pick would be Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky, which is about spiders. Um, a lot of his books are about spiders, as it turns out. In, 
incidentally, he wrote a book called Spider Light for Tor.com, which is a novella, which I think kind of went under the radar. I don't hear about it much, and everyone should read that because it's amazing. That one is like uh, The Hobbit, but from the point of view of one of the Markwood spiders, something like that. Read that. It's great. But Children of Time is uh, sci-fi, and the basic premise is that humanity prepares a terraformed world which they are going to seed with monkeys and then a special virus that causes them to evolve extremely quickly to see whether they get more humans or some alternate human species. Unfortunately, there's an accident or possibly not an accident something goes wrong and the monkeys don't make it to the world. And so the dominant species ends up being intelligent spiders. And so by the time the humans actually get there, uh, thousands of years later on a generation ship, the world is run by these spiders. And so we get a long sort of course in spider history and what their sort of evolution has been like, which is just fabulous. It's uh, Adrian Tchaikovsky can make you really empathize with these deeply non-human characters in a really interesting way alternating with with the humans who have these sort of periods of wakefulness on their generation ship and as uh, things are getting difficult for them and then finally they come together uh, and it's great um, and there's a sequel called children of ruin which is also great but children of time man that hooked me and i think he's doing a third one which i'm very excited about this is karen osborne author of Architects of Memory. I'm thinking about today reading Cameron Hurley's The Light Brigade, which is an amazing book. It's up for a Hugo this year. And it's, it's I, I can't say enough about this book. It is uh, Starship Troopers, but better. It is the inheritor to a bunch of beautiful, wonderful, classic sci-fi, and it does something just so new and different with it that it just made me gasp. Uh, it's about Private Dietz, uh, and she is a soldier in a war, and to get to the war, you have to turn yourself into light, and that's what is the Light Brigade. You get transported across, you fight on Mars, and various things start happening to her, and she starts experiencing things that might make her think that perhaps she is a little out of time. And so it's a time travel book and it's a war book and it's just got everything in it. Um, it's Hurley's uh, best work so far and she's done some wonderful, wonderful things. So I highly recommend it. The other book that uh, I think everyone should read right now is uh, The Imaginary Corpse by Tyler Hayes. And it's about Tippy, the Triceratops. And he's a stuffed Triceratops and he was once someone's best friend. Um, he was a toy and now he is in the still real, which is a place where lost ideas live. Uh, and lost and abandoned ideas, uh, maybe maybe ideas uh, that are that are lost in childhood trauma. And so Tippy lives with all of these abandoned ideas and kind of sorts out their little needs. Um, but you can't die there, you know, until ideas start dying. And so he has to find why they're dying, chase this uh, mysterious figure who can do the impossible, kill an idea permanently. And I took that straight off the back because it just made me, uh, it made me shiver when I read that. And this book will make you shiver, but it will also bring such hope into your heart that you will feel like you want to hug 
everyone when, <laughs> when you're done reading it. So uh, go out and get Tyler Hayes' The Imaginary Corpse. Hi, this is Andrew Stewart, and I'm picking two books by currently writing authors that I love and talking about why I love them. So the first book that I would pick is N.K. Jemisin's Fifth Season. If you know people have not read that yet, uh, I would highly recommend it. I think that it's gorgeously written. I think that it deals with a lot of tough but interesting topics. I think that the world building is incredible. And the um, use of point of view is also super interesting. She kind of reveals some things through that. So I would highly recommend that. I love that book so much. The other one that uh, I would choose is Adrian uh, Tchaikovsky's Children of Time. So that is a sci-fi and uh, it has like uplifted spiders in it which is super interesting. Um, his writing is very engaging. Like I was just pulled in from the start and it, it has human characters as well and how they end up interacting with these uplifted spiders and how their different cultures kind of see each other. So that is, is another book that I would really recommend. I, I loved that one. Hi, I'm C.L. Polk, and I'm here to talk about two current writers that I really admire. I think I'm going to start with Kate Elliott. <laughs> I'm going to start with Kate Elliott, even though I haven't read her latest book. I'm going to start with Kate Elliott because I read Cold Magic, and I loved it. I loved it a lot. I loved the characters. I loved the magic. I loved the world building. I loved the whole, like plot device of like slipping into the other world and coming back again. I love the fact that the Ice Age wasn't over. Uh, I love the fact that the Taino were still alive. I just, I love the Cold Magic trilogy. And if you haven't read it, please read it. For my other writer, oh my goodness, who should I pick? Um, can I pick Arkady Martine? She's only got the one book out. But, you know, watch this space because A Memory Called Empire was like a terrific book. I read it while on a flight from my hometown to Los Angeles. And I cried on the plane when I got to the end. And everybody was just going to have to deal with it because I was very emotional. The sequel is coming out really soon. She's working on yet another book um, that's going to be absolutely fascinating. And uh, I think she's definitely worth your time. And that's a wrap on our first bonus episode. We're planning to do more of these for every $25 milestone we reach on Patreon. Our next episode is already in the works, featuring authors' favorite stories from conventions they've attended. Want a hint for who is in the next bonus episode? No? Okay then. I know there's no such thing as in-person conventions now, but there will be. And I think you all may be jelly of our upcoming guests, enough to even shout about them. Anyways, thank you again for all the support, especially if you're one of the rare, rare few who keep listening long enough to actually hear this. Anyways, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Until next time. <laughs>